You're listening to Where Faith and Feelings Meet with Pastor Charity, and we're reading from my devotional journal, Get Up, Unearthing Your Passion, and Taking Brave Action in 50 Days. Friends, I'm so excited that you're taking this journey with me, and I just want to take a moment to prepare you for all that we're about to experience over the next 50 days together. At the start of each um, reading, there is a an essay, um, something that I share from my personal life. And so this week, as we get started looking at the scripture from Acts chapter 9, verse 36 through 43, um, we're looking at the theme of get up and be you. And so the themes will center on identity, um, who's your community, where is there overwhelm or grief in you? And so these are some of our themes for the week. Again, we'll be reading from the same passage of scripture every day, um, Acts chapter 9, 36 through 43. And each week, I'll, or each seven days or so, I'll change up the version of scripture that I'll read. And so this week I'm reading from the NRSV and uh, we'll hear from Acts 9. So get up and be you. Here's an introduction. What if you woke up someday and you're 65 and you were just strung out on perfectionism and people pleasing that you forgot to have a big, juicy, creative life? And Lamont, my call, I already knew. During my fourth year of five in undergraduate school, I started having a recurring dream. In the dream, I was preaching to hundreds of people and suddenly they all leaned in at once. The entire room shifted forward and I would wake up startled and breathing heavy. The same dream crossed my unconsciousness about four times that year. One Friday night, I was in a Bible study of women in the Bible. I remember attending out of guilt, having partied the weekend prior. This was my cycle, party hard, then church to repent. Today, I don't see any problem with the fun I had in school, but then I thought I was living in sin as my faith was based on being separate from the world. Thank God for growth and change. That night, my now mother in the ministry taught about purpose. I can't remember which woman we studied in from the Bible, but at the end of the night, another minister invited people forward if they wanted to pray for their purpose. I sat in my folding chair for a long time. I watched other people go forward. I remember thinking how brave they were. Eventually, I stood and shuffled forward, my behind sore from sitting nearly two hours. The intercessor walked up and down the altar, and when she came to me, she asked, did I know my purpose? I said, yes, but, I, but that I wanted to pray tonight. And she said, well, what is it? And I replied, I just want to pray. Friends, she said. Friend, she said, I'll come back. She left me standing there in my struggle and went down the line praying with others. I stood there crying. I knew that if I spoke about the dream and what I had seen, what I felt God was saying, my life as I knew it would be over. And I had not prepared for this. Someday I imagined I would have shared the dream with someone, but it wasn't going to be today. It felt like an hour passed while I stood at the altar. The intercessor came back and asked, what is your purpose? And I replied, I've been called to preach. 
And I think I remember running around the storefront church. The run was relief. It was celebration. It was fear of what was coming next. Then in April of 1999, I preached my first message. My small church from New Macedonia Missionary Baptist Church rented a charter bus, traveled two and a half hours, and supported me on my very special day. I preached a whopping eight minutes, shortest ever. My text was from Philippians 4 about anxiety and the peace of God that passes all understanding. Today, I integrate emotional health in my preaching and presence. My very life is one that is centered on striving to be well mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I've got some work to do in this area. It is my call to help people to be aware of the role emotions play in healthy and holistic spirituality. Whether dreams, conversations with trusted friends, or that knowing feeling in your belly, we all have a call on our lives. Sometimes I talk about it as passion, a heart's desire, a soul cry. It's the purpose or purposes for which you rise to impact the community and world around you. Saying yes to the call on my life resulted in my first experiences of genuine peace. At the age of 42, I've now been in ministry 20 years. I can't wait to see how my call will continue to evolve. I pray that you stay open to the ways in which your passion, call, or purpose seeks to rise up in you.